Welcome to the MMA Roadshow, episode number 465. My name is John Morgan, and Cold Coffee is with me. Not in Mexico. We didn't make the trip to Mexico. We also did not make the trip to Saudi Arabia, although we will nope, be nope. talking plenty about uh, those big events that are coming up. I love the way Saturday is laid out because these schedules do not overlap at all. If you want to watch every single bout from PFL versus Bellator and UFC, you can, and that's actually my plans for Saturday. So we did not make those trips. We were actually home in Las Vegas at the amazing Beautiful, sprawling <laughs> estate of the Casa de Cold Coffee, where the the only, I mean, as impressive as the estate is, I mean, it's really the gym facilities oh, that continue. Yeah. The uh, the gentleman right. that you have That's put right. in charge of uh, decking out and the the contracting <laughs> space there is doing a, a lovely job, and he's he's added some some new gear here uh, <laughs> close to our our studio spot from from the studio. If I peer outside the window. <laughs> I can see down into the entertainment area where yes, yes, you now yes. have, it looks like to me, a biking suite, I believe they call that. <laughs> is that, is that what I they call that? I believe that's where they call that, where you can actually watch movies. Yes. Well, that, in that uh, case, you can, yes, you're correct. I believe, <laughs> I believe, I believe a, spin, a spin suite, I believe they call that. It's yes, a spin suite. Yes. Some Or could just call it a bike in front of a TV. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ruin but the illusion. I Don't ruin but the I like illusion. the spin suite. I'm like, dude, I can see it. I see it. <laughs> Yeah, the the gym the gym was starting to runneth over, and uh, to make some more space, I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a page out of uh, your book, and I was like, I'm gonna put the exercise equipment right there in front of the TV. I was like, and it makes so much sense because, like, this doesn't really have like an attachment for like an iPad or whatever, so right, it's right. like it's not like one of the super super fancy ones. So I was like, well, I could just trying watch to keep the it TV. Humble, I see. Yeah, you know, humble. you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to be, you know, with like the peoples out there. <laughs> or was it? Or was it? Uh, or were you like Dana White and you found out the Peloton guy said something you yeah, didn't like? That's exactly. And, 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 I, <laughs> I was like, take this fancy bike back. I want my pure mega bike. Oh, uh, <laughs> this is a magerputic exer. It's called an exerputic or whatever. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean, just because like if you're riding the thing, you know, and it's funny, we've joked about it before. Both of us, have, when we try to ride the bike, after a while, your butt starts falling asleep, and it's not very yeah, comfortable. Yeah. But if I feel if I'm watching a show, I'm easy. To, I'm able to be distracted for a little bit, and right. that's all it is. You know, I'm not doing crazy sessions. Like when I watch people do these like spinning like viral videos where they're dancing, they're jumping their arms. I was like, that's nuts. Like I was like, one, I feel like I would break my bike if I tried doing some shit like that. But maybe the expensive ones or maybe it's just skinny people can do that sort of shit. Uh, but yeah, it just, uh, you know, it's nice to get on it, you know, every once in a while to kind of stretch it out a little bit, but yeah, the gym was getting low full. I've been adding some different little stuff in there. And it's, uh, the it's equipment's pretty going. The, uh, the membership roster is growing. Yes, right? it's, yeah. uh, it is, you know, got to fiasco Jones is coming in tonight for his workout session. I'm trying to get him to come over more often, but I've got him to commit to uh, one day a week, which, uh, is better than no days a week. Yes, it is. Trying to get my man back on it, you know, cause, uh, back even back at the UFC gym, the headquarters back in the day, he was like my CrossFit buddy. So we did like a bunch of CrossFit shit together and stuff. So I knew he wanted to get back into it and he's been trying to do it again. And it's funny, you know, just like me and you have talked about it. He's talked about it as we age and as time starts to go, you know, you want, you've got to start taking your health back. And, and he's really sort of just been like, yeah, me and me and the wife are trying to get back on. And I was like, well, brother, dude, if you need somebody to just work out, I was like, I'm looking for somebody to like make me go into the garage and work out. So I was like, if you're willing to give me the time, I'll That's give awesome, you pick man. a night, man. And let's just do it. So it's fun. Him coming over. 
and doing it and kind of like when Oscar does I I get to use all my methods and all my little stuff that I've been reading up on the, the conjugate method the conjugate method is I, I, you know referencing West Side Barbell for all you West Side Barbell heads which there's probably none on this that <laughs> listen to this but uh, no you sir we're talking to you sir yeah. that one <laughs> somebody's like not me I'm a he's, like, he's like I I'm I know West Louis Side Simmons Bar- yeah Louis Simmons and West Side West Side Barbell it's funny like you'll see some like Matt Brown. And I remember seeing uh, Lance Palmer and some of the other cats that are from the Columbus area. Every once in a while, I would see, like, the T-shirts. And it just makes me nostalgic because I look back at this gym. And, uh, you know, like, I first started going to this gym when I was, like, 13 years old. And it was, like, invite only. And it had, like, this chalkboard on the wall of, like, world records. So, like, you'd see these just ginormous dudes and they're breaking, you know, records, but they were juiced to the gills. But it was like, it didn't matter, you <laughs> right, know. Who like, cares? They were world record holders. Like, it was a power lifter gym. It was not like a, hey, let's look fancy and let's let's do selfies. Like, they would probably break somebody's phone if you tried to, like, take selfies. And at the time, they didn't want people, like, showing their methods and other sort of stuff. Um, but, so, like, a lot of the stuff that I've been trying to to read and get back into is a lot of the stuff, like, this creator of this gym did and stuff. And, and I was joking with you and I was chatting with you. It's like, I wish I would have did this 20 years ago, not when I'm, you know, on the doorstep of 50. But, you know, I'd rather be doing on the doorstep of 50 than the doorstep of 60 or never doing it stuff. So Out here breaking, breaking PRs, making Working games. on getting PRs and stuff. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Like, it's funny. I was telling Oscar about the uh, the chalkboard. Like, you'll see in a bunch of – if you ever do any searches from, like, old West Side Barbell videos, you'll see, like, these chalkboards on the wall where they had, like, PRs. And so I've set that island in him. I was like, bro, we need to set some stuff up, man. Let's start putting some PRs. And then the other day he ordered, like, a chalkboard. I have no idea what sort of chalkboard it looks like. I'm imagining one small, like, little school teacher one. And that's fine to start. It's fine to start. So, yeah, dude, I mean, we're getting into it. I mean, it, it's 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 just fun because it's something that's healthy for us, something to do, keeping us out of the bar, keeping us out of trouble and stuff. And, uh, you know, just trying to hold myself better accountable to – you know, the health. If I want to keep doing what we're doing, traveling and doing this shit, it's not going to work if I'm just getting old and my body starts giving out on me. And I mean, can't can't run sure. away from father time, you know. So, uh, but yeah, so I'm having fun with these kids coming over and letting me test all this old school methods out and shit. It's funny because I also, <laughs> uh, I you, you got the conjugate method about West Side Barbell. Yeah. I actually got the, the uh, double fist method from just West Side Bar. <laughs> and so it's, I'm actually... <laughs> Oh, yeah, you got to watch the double fist method. Yeah, that's something that, uh, you know, is a part of my youth as well and something that I'm really trying to get back into a little bit, you know, as I I get a little bit older. Oh, you uh, you haven't given up the double fist thing. (laughs) (laughs) All right, listen, man, this past weekend was UFC 298. Of course, uh, we already recapped it all on the half episode over at patreon.com slash the MMA Roadshow. So appreciate everybody that gave it a listen and everybody that supports us over there. But uh, just want to get maybe any final thoughts you had after letting it soak in. It is funny, right, because you and I together were together in Anaheim, California. I told everybody on the NF episode about uh, our best intentions of potentially getting together and maybe doing a, uh, a dual voice and a half episode. You know, we <laughs> never really get a chance to do that, and, and we were together. But uh, the traffic got a little slow uh, bringing fighters back into yeah. the uh, post-fight uh, area, and so we got out of there kind of late. And uh, there's a little bit of a drive back to the hotel, and I fully intended on pulling an all-nighter and, and knocking that out and knocking out my rankings panel and all that and then just hopping on a plane and going home. Uh, but I feel like by the time we made it back to your hotel room, I think each of us was just like, yeah, this, 
this ain't happening, is it? Like, this is definitely not <laughs> and, happening. And, and the, the frosty chill of the room made you want to oh go into hibernation mode. It's bro. funny. You came in there. You were like, it's so cold. I was like, it's fine. It's fine. I'm like, here, we'll, we'll chat in one second. I went to the bathroom. I came back. You had pulled the sheet and the cover <laughs> off of the one bed because the, the, the room I had had two queens in it. And, like, you were, like, bundled up in, like, a chair. And I was like, okay, yeah, he's done for. He's done for. Oh, and wow. I remember I was like, so I was like, if you want to do the then a half, I can help. Or, and we'll do whatever you're like, eh. and I was like, okay, cool. I'm gonna lay on the bed. Yeah. And I was like, I think I'm gonna put my iPad. There, I think there I'm, wasn't I'm a whole that. lot of arm twisting going. I like cold coffee didn't come as much as I, I will say you did offer, and did it offer. wasn't even in like a terribly passive aggressive way. I think you. I think had I said let's do it, I would have done it. it. I would have. But did I could it. also sense from you that you were feeling the same vibe <laughs> I was. And, uh, yeah, once I said, well, I could probably just bang it out in the morning, you were like, okay. And I was like, cool. <laughs> Let me put my headphones in. I'm going to watch this iPad, and I'm out. Um, all right. So, But it was a great event. I mean, it was it funny was because we, I think we both really, really enjoyed the event. And obviously, it ended with um, fireworks that people are still talking about with Elliot Taporia. Man, it's been cool. I, I just – you get reminded of this. And, and not that Alexander Volkanovsky didn't have a country behind him, but, you know, Elia especially being the first from Spain, you know, you – you really see it when you when you have these athletes that come from a country that doesn't have a hundred athletes to pick from. You know, it's their guy, it's their breakthrough guy, it's their one guy. Um, it's pretty cool to see the way, man. He's he's hitting like mainstream sports coverage, and all these other athletes yeah. are coming out of the woodwork. And boy, I, I tell you what, I feel like the fans are responding to Ilya right away as well. Um, I, I don't know, man. It seems like everybody I talk to, everybody I see, like everybody feels like this is a dude that potentially could reign in this division for a while and um, has true superstar potential. Yeah, outside of like Yair Rodriguez, I think everybody's into it. Yair's not a fan. <laughs> Yair is down, not a big fan. Down in Mexico City, if you were not <laughs> if you were not certain about the status of that rivalry. Uh, Yair made it be known. He didn't even try to play games like not at know, all. You know, hope we meet down the road sometime. I, it's funny. I wasn't kind of. I was kind of casually paying attention. I was doing a, a cut, an edit on something else, and then I knew Yair got up there, and I didn't even hear anybody ask the question. Just all of a sudden, there was just like a string of f bombs. I was like, wait, wait, what is going on over here? Rewound a little bit. It was like, oh, okay, mm -hmm. yeah, dude, he was fired up. But uh, yeah, I mean. As for Ilya, I mean, it's Dan our Danny Secura who's down in Mexico covering this event. He, he's been – he loves soccer. He loves – he follows all the, the sport teams, you know, overseas. And he's been big about bringing up, uh, like, different coverage that's going on mm -hmm. uh, over in Spain and other areas where normally the coverage all about soccer and or football, I'm sorry – you know, wall to wall, never ending or whatever. But now Ilya graced the pages of like this magazine or this right. daily paper, which is huge um, in the, I guess in the terms of like, it's always just soccer talk, you yep. know, nonstop. So yeah, I mean, like I think his, within a performance like that and doing what he did um, in a sense made it look kind of easy. Um, you hate to say that because it sounds disrespectful, but it it's does. just honest. But it just, it just, he caught him, you know, like and Volk said at the end of the night, you know, like he felt like he was starting to get good, but he get caught. And when somebody gets caught like that and just sort of just gets laid out, it, it's hard to not make it, you know, to call it what it is. And it just looked easy. But that's the, that's the beauty of that, of a great knockout. You know, it just looks easy because it comes so easy. It just, just the, ends the night and it's done. It wasn't like he needed to follow up. It wasn't like he hurt him and, and then he recovered and then he, he beat a battered, Volk, I mean, he just took him out in in a in a quick little flurry of punches, and uh, 
man, um, guy's got all the talent in the world. You know, I, I lean towards the champ because, I mean, it's, you've got to take it from the champ, and that's what he did, you know. Um, he seems to say the right things. I, it's pretty interesting that he already has a huge sort of hit list of people that are not fans of his and other fighters. He's definitely has alienated some fighters and pissed off some fighters along the way. But, you know, in terms of – having a guy that has a market that's ripe for the UFC to kind of just launch into and a market that seems to be into it. The fact that these major um, sports athletes in soccer and tennis are embracing him. I mean, like there's huge potential for crossover and a huge potential to make a big splash in that market over there. So, dude, I mean, the, the, the stars are aligned for him to make a big, big, big play. So, I mean, if they just keep teeing up the right fights for him, um, I think he definitely could be a huge star. And I, I don't know if that means – I'm not – I mean, as much as I love Volk, I mean, I'm not interested in seeing that right away as much as I know people well, want to immediately that's what I was see gonna, it. That's exactly where I was going to go. I want him, I'd rather him take some time off. I agree. You know, um, just for – it wasn't – and, this, and this, is, this is where it sounds like I'm shitting on – it wasn't even like it was sort of close. Like, no, it, it wasn't. was, but it wasn't. You know, like, it just – Volk never got really started my, in, in my eyes. My you know? highest praise that I had in my notes as I was taking them was just like – Volkanovski's moving well. And yeah. that ain't much – I mean, this – you That's know what I mean? He, he had to keep moving. He, like, he did. He was on the back foot half the time. And, you know, and again, Ily I don't mean to disrespect it. a yeah. great champion. I'm not disrespecting a great champion. I'm just saying in that particular just calling performance – it how it was. Yeah. That, that, it, it, he didn't fight like he normally yeah. does. Ilya fought fantastically. It's just yeah. – I mean, because when you – I think when you do the disservices, when you, you give too much credit because there is that love for, like, one of the fighters in there. You know, like, if you take the fact that it was Volkanovski and just say, fighter B – was on the back foot the whole time, and the other guy was pressing the pace and doing the other stuff and take the fact about how much you liked the particular fighter out of it. It was a great night for mm-hmm. one particular fighter, and the other fighter just didn't seem to kind of – wasn't unable to establish himself, and that was just Tapuria's fight style, man. And uh, and we've seen him take damage. We've seen people fight back, but, man, Volk just was never able to kind of get those shots to make Tapuria sort of slow down and, and not push it. It just felt like – Right from when it started, when he was pushing the pace and pushing Volk towards the the the, the cage and, and then backing him up, there was just no answer for it. You just felt like it was coming. You're like, something's coming, something's coming. Is there going to be an answer for it? And there wasn't. And there wasn't. Know? And it was done. So, and, and you kind of touched on it, because I actually feel the same way you do, is that I would actually like to see Volkanovski take some time off. I yep. know we talked to him that night, and he was like, listen, yep. the knockout had nothing to do with it. I'm good to go. And, 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 and in fairness – that was very respectful of him as well. He was yeah. saying, can't make excuses. That knockout had nothing to yeah. do with it. Ily was the better guy. I mean, Volkanovski was carrying himself as the classy guy he is. Yeah. But I'm with you. I, I just think it two, that's two knockouts now. And another quick turnaround would not be good, especially when you got somebody with the hand. It wasn't like Ilya got lucky or he didn't expect that. Yeah. I mean, he's got power. So I'd like it to took see no him. damage. Took no damage. Took no damage at all. And you add in the fact that we've got a pretty damn good featherweight contenders fight happening this weekend between Brian Ortega and Yair Rodriguez, both of whom, by the way, speak Spanish. So if you need, if there is ability, now I don't know if they're going to be able to pull off this Spanish event that fast because yeah. you know there's venue availability and all that stuff. But if they can, if they can line up Spain for his first title defense, uh, as he wants it to be, as Dana White wants it to be. In Yair and Brian Ortega, you've got two guys that can go do the local media, right, and not need translators or anything like that. They can speak the language, so that's good. And, as you touched on, if it's Yair, and we'll see what happens in Mexico this weekend, uh, that's like a damn uh, grudge match. Like, those dudes yeah. do not like each other. And so that thing gets really, really interesting. Um, 
So I don't know. I just I guess we got to kind of wait and see. Like you know, if, if you're the UFC, there's no reason to make a commitment today, right? I was gonna say that's there's, that's the best part right now. I mean, like Volk had a really good point though. At the end of the night, he's like, it's not like this fight's gonna happen right away. He's gonna want to go spend time with his family. He's gonna want to go and do the champ tour. I mean, if this that fight, if, if he doesn't defend the belt for six months, maybe I consider something different. Six months is a lot different than just say, hey, come back in three months, four months. Six months is different. That's half a year. I mean, I'm not so much worried about Volk in six months' time. That's a good point. You know, I mean, like, whether you you're, have the strictest, uh, you know, concussion protocol, it doesn't – it's not going to – Yeah, six months I, is Six good. months are good, good. You know, so if that's the case and, and they go over and say – I mean, like, I don't – I don't think it's going to be, but say Ortega and Yair is a stinker of a fight and nobody's Which, clamoring for I the mean, winner. I mean, let's knock off the wood. There's no like, way in hell that happens, right? right? I mean, like, no I feel hell. like I can't jinx that by right. saying that. <laughs> um, unless something happens that doesn't, you know, just scream that they need to be the shot. I mean, Dana's always – he loves rivalry. He loves a heated thing. And, I mean, if you got Topuria ready and yelling, like if Yair gets it, is going to call him out. He's going to be like, yo, what's up? You know, like we can do, we can do this thing. I think he's more apt to just want to fight whoever's going to be the potential and the possibility of Spain. It doesn't matter to him who it is. But six months if evokes a possibility, maybe that's it. If this fight's kind of a stinker, Volk maybe has a chance. But if it's not, um, still, I can see one of these guys. But then again, you're still not going to get it within four months. You know, even if they take damage, they're going to need time to recover from that. We're not going to see him fight for three or four months. So depending on when this is, it's pushing towards that six-month period. You know, so who knows? But um, I personally don't want to see, even if it is that six month, I'm not quite sure. I still want to see it because at that, at that time, I mean, the, this sport moves so quick. There's so much trash talk. There's so much shit that just ca- captures your mind. It's not like we're going to forget Volk's reign, but it's like that heat of actual two fighters, the two potential fighters actually hating each other and getting in there. And then being able to solve all the BS, you know, in the cage, that's awesome. I'd rather mm-hmm. see that than, unfortunately, seeing Volk get a chance to get it back because I agree. There's there's no guarantee from that because if we and if we take another, you know, honestly, if we take another ass whipping and he loses twice, that's it. Yeah, we've seen that that's a lot. It. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I'm like, oh, you know, let's give him a third shot. You yeah. know, he's earned it. He's he's had this reign for whatever. And at that point, you know, Volk needs to really, you know, think about what's next. I mean, I mean, I hate to say that, but yeah, I mean, true. and hey, and, and this not game even is going merciless. Up. You, you, yeah. you talked about it in your in your personal life, but it's true in this sport for sure, man. Father Tom waits fast. for no one, man. It yeah. moves quick, especially in the lighter weight classes, man. Now, when you're yeah. talking about heavyweight. Yeah, you might be able to survive yeah. a little bit longer, uh, you know, a little longer in the tooth. Yeah. Uh, not in those lighter weight classes, man. Yeah. Speed and, and it's just, oh, man. It's and everybody's just catching. And that was the, the unique thing. Looking at the uh, the UFC Mexico media day, looking at some of these cats we just watched come off of, like, the Contender Series, Zell Huber and all these cats. And it's like, holy cow, like, the crop of upcoming fighters is just so intense. It's so amazing. You know, these guys that are able to do it. And that's why, you know, guys like Jim Miller are just such – unicorns it's just amazing how they've been able to have a, a long career in this sport and uh, you know the time of like these champs having these crazy long reigns just seems like it's over in a sense unless there's a guy that just coming on and is just an absolute anomaly like you know the the fact of you know the possibility of somebody holding on to a belt for longer than a year or two years that's very active 
is so hard. hard. It's so hard. And if you're an aging athlete, no matter how talented you are, you know, it's just one more disadvantage against some of these these upcoming kids that haven't taken all the licks, all the reps, and their bodies just recover, you know. And that's no offense to, like, the older guys. It's amazing that they're still able to do this sport at that level. But it's it's just one of those things, you know, and um, it's only going to get harder. And uh, you look at these athletes coming up, man. It's just amazing. It's amazing it's, the mean, physicality it's just and a, the technicality of it. It was, you know, I think it was the other day. I think it was um, Jack Hermanson, if I remember right, in the media yeah. day. I remember, it voiced exactly that. He's like, guys, I just, you know, because basically the question to him was, hey, man, you were out for a year in the middleweight division, man. It got topsy turvy, crazy while you were gone. You know, what did you think? And he's like, well, of course it's exciting. Like I'm in this division. I was paying attention. He's like, yeah. guys. I think you need to be well aware. I just think as the sport continues to evolve, man, you're not going to see long-reigning dominant champions anymore. Like, it's too hard, man. This thing is – everybody is at too high of a level now. You know what I mean? And and so the things are going to change hands. And I, I think maybe it's just it, – from a fan point of view, I guess the message probably to fans is, hey, man, when you – when you uh when you find somebody that you identify with and you like, jump on that bandwagon and ride it because it, yeah. it, it might not last very long. You know yeah, I mean? and if you get a chance to go see him live, like yep. go see him live. Yep. You know, like support that fighter. You know, go support him. You know, follow him on social media. Do the things because I mean, yeah, I mean the the time here is it's it's not guaranteed to be long and. Yeah, and, it, and it's it's a whole different game if you're actually able to make it to an event and support your dude uh, or your lady uh, that you that you root for. It's it's amazing. It's and it's something. But yeah, I mean, there's no guarantee of many many events. So yeah, you're right, I man. If you have somebody that you're homering for, go go, go see them. Go homer. Go homer. Go homer. <laughs> no sense truth. of waiting and sitting on the sideline. Um, UFC 300. The news came out. I want to get your take on it because I feel like and maybe. Uh, you know, I guess I'm 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 showing my cards already, but I, I don't know. I'll just I feel like the criticism of it is crazy. I, I feel like the criticism of people saying that this did not live up to the hype, this did not live up to the expectations. Um, I, I don't know. I'm 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 a little bit shocked by it. I mean, this was not the title fight that I expected. I mean, obviously we originally expected maybe we'd have John Jones here. You know, yeah. maybe this would be John Jones and Stipe, um, which. Hey, some people weren't even excited about that. Then we started thinking, well, maybe we'll have Izzy and DDP here. I think a lot of us, including myself, thought that was certainly a big enough kind of uh, big enough star power and big enough rivalry that that could headline UFC 300 effectively and people be okay with that because they're going to have a rivalry and a story. We, we, we know what leads into that, that that would be something good. Um, and we end up settling. Well, she I said settled the other night. See? You know what? See? By the way, I will defend myself because Dana called me out for saying settling. I did not mean settling in the terms of uh, falling short of what was hoping for. What I meant was, you know, you, you make a decision on something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, well, ultimately, we settled on this. Like, we were considering here, 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 here. Ultimately, we settled on here. Um, I, I I don't know. I, I could I definitely get the connotation in that, but that is yeah. not how I intended that to be. By the way, I just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, and I just said it again and again. <laughs> I did not mean it for that connotation. What I meant was what Dana. we what we ultimately decided. And I'm just and I don't care what Dana says. I mean, he can say whatever he wants, but I, I that's not what I meant. I think this is I think this is a great fight. I think it's a good fight card. Um, I think it's. UFC 300 worthy, whatever that may mean. Um, and, and I don't know. I guess maybe that's bucking against the, the, the popular trend is to say that this card sucks or whatever. I just don't see it that way. I think this card is pretty sick. And, and you know, I, could, I, I guess I can understand some people saying, man, I, I thought it was going to be one of those other fights you mentioned, and that's why I'm a little disappointed. It's this one. And I, and I can understand that. But I, I feel like 
people were making these weird expectations. Like, I kept seeing, you know, when Daniel was like, dude, this card is going to be like something you've never seen before, which it is. I think this card is like something we've never seen before. The number of, you know, reigning or, or, or former champions is insane. But I started hearing people saying, oh, you think Brock will be back? You think Ronda will be back? You think Habib will be back? You think GSP will be back? Um, and I just never thought any of that was even remotely possible. And so I just feel like maybe people's expectations were like it was going to be King Kong versus Godzilla or something. Well, to be honest, I was kind of expecting King Kong versus Godzilla. <laughs> I mean, uh, the way that it was set up, you know, Dana, you know, and, and I feel like when you, you pointed out, you did say, like you said, you know, there's this cards full of former champions. That's fine. I kind of feel like that was kind of part of like somebody putting extra like that seems like a selling point. Like when somebody's like, well, look at this card. While we still only have two title fights, we've had three title fights on a, on an event before. Right. This has like six former champions. I think it's on 10. The I think it's 10 it? reigning or former. Well, still, what is one, two, three? Yeah, we've got on there because you got Jessica, six. Jessica, Holly, uh, Cody, Davison. I'm just dragging up Max, Justin, Charles, Aljamain, Geary, Whaley, Alex, and Jamal. It's a lot. It is a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. <laughs> but it's a lot. But like, I mean, like, who sells that though? Who says, guys, I can't. I want you to watch this event because it's going to have a bunch of former champs. Because, you know, Trump would say they're all losers. And it doesn't matter what they said. I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm sorry for all our Trumpers that listen to this. I'm right, just kidding. Right, right. Um, I think when they, you know, it, they could have sold it like if that was the case. You know, in the beginning, they said this ca this card is so stacked of former champs or whatever, then people would have understood. But the way they made it sound was that top to bottom, like the, the main event was going to be this event that everybody was clamoring for. And while Alex and Jamal is a great fight and it is good to, to kind of see it, you know, you have people saying, like, was Jamal, are you good? Like, Jamal had to come out the other day and say, my Achilles is good. Like, things are good. Like, I just feel like – and but the and also he was like, I just found out about this, like, two days ago or whatever. <laughs> like, bro, you, you were selling us on an event that was going to be this shit, but the guy finds out about it, like, three days prior, you know. It just kind of leaves you a little <laughs> bit iffy. On you know what you actually thought of the card, but I understand they were trying. They tried. I give them credit. They tried to make it. Um, they tried to make it. The fights just played out, and I think we've talked about it before. You know, when you have this many events and this many crazy pay per views that are sort of in this close little run, I think they maybe sort of lost track of these these milestone ones. You're like, there's only going to be one 100. There's only going to be the one 200. There's going to be 300. And the next major big giant one is going to be 400. And then after that, 420. Uh, but uh, you know, but looking on bringing it, back it is, Nate and Nick for that one, like no matter where they are in their career, right? I mean, we talked about him for two oh nine, but yeah. let's get him for four twenty, right? I mean, I was just like, oh man, I forgot about it. That was, <laughs> I, I meant to call him, but I, I got stoned and forgot about it. The matchmaker got stoned. And forgot that would about be one hundred and twenty pay per views from now. So we're talking about ten years from now. So they'd yeah. be what late forties, early. <laughs> like but you know, they're still going to be in shape. Oh, you know, oh, they're still going to be in shape. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not mad about the, you know, when you, and, and like you said, when you look at the card top to bottom, and it's kind of crazy when you, we just went through the list and it was like, there was what, one or two events, two, uh, two fights. Well, roughly one, two, three, four fights, probably that doesn't have a former champ right. in it. It's pretty crazy. And, and, and look, and, and think about this too, you know, a pay-per-view, right? I mean, I know that obviously we're in the hardest of hardcore and that we like live this stuff all yeah. day. Like we literally get paid to just watch this stuff all day, every day. Right. Yeah. But even us who watch this all day every day would admit, I think, that sometimes, like, even on a pay-per-view card, yeah. like an early prelim, you're like, 
what did they do in their last fight? Like, hold on, where, where did this dude come from again? And that's Hang not on. their fault. That's just the just it's just because there's, so, there's, there's so many. many. There's so it's many fights. So like, uh, wait a minute, is this his second fight? Oh, it's his third fight. Shit, I yeah. damn, it's already his third fight. That happens, right? Yeah, hundred percent. There's no, I, I mean, there's not a name on here that when they walk into the cage, you're not going to be like, now what have they done recently? I don't, I don't recall. What you know? Yeah. Who is this again? Even looking at like Diego Lopez, who's this upcoming just like right? stud that everybody's. I mean, the guy's got future champ written on him. I mean, like Kayla Harrison making her debut. Bobby, I'm so I mean, stoked like, for that's that huge. one. Everybody loves to see Jim Miller and Bobby Green. You know, that wasn't the initial you know name that we thought would be across the line from. But I mean, who's mad at a Bobby Green fight? And let alone with Jim Miller, you know what you're going to get. It's going to be awesome. So I'm saying like so that that's it's just, I guess that's what I'm saying like, you know. I feel like everybody is so focused on the main event not being what they thought the main event would be that they're not looking at the card as a whole and realizing yeah. bro you're going to have six straight hours of ranked fights you know what yeah. I mean whereas a lot of times you know you 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 get through all the prelims and maybe you're on the main card before you finally have a ranked fight that has some meaning in the division or or, or something along those lines and I just I don't think that exists here so I, I don't know I, I I like this card. It's a great card. I don't think it's a matter of like, you know, whether people are going to like it or not like it or, or appreciate the the top to bottom value. I think people just felt like they got let down, like they were they were being promised that, hey guys, this is this is going to be um, when you find out you're going to get you're, you're going to be blown away. And it was just Dana kept trickling it along, trickling along, and I think people felt more of that, uh, not let down in the sense of like. Bro, you were keeping it a secret that you didn't have a main event, but you kept teasing it and teasing it, making us think, wait, just wait for it, wait for it. And I think that's the part that people – people, I don't think are upset mm-hmm. about the card. They're maybe more upset about the way that it went went through. And it's like if you would have just said like the card is going to be of the stellar nature like a card of this type is going to be, when you get the final product, it's going to be top to bottom. It's going to be fantastic, and you're going to enjoy it. I think when they promised like the, it was going to be this end-all, be-all, everybody immediately started thinking that the main event was going to be – I'll tell you right now, I wasn't thinking Alex Bahay and Jamal Hill by any stretch of the imagination. It was not on my radar. It didn't even come on the radar. radar. And that's the part that I think people were just like, bro, we, we were coming up with all these possibilities. That scenario was never even an issue. It was never even a thought. And I think that's the part that people were like – they were like, you you kept telling us, just wait, just wait. And then we find out something was decided three days or a couple days before you make the announcement. It's hard for people to not be like, oh, you tried pulling wool over our eyes. You tried you tried getting one over. I think people are well, they're going to get over it and they're going to be like, this this card's fantastic. Right. I think there's just that initial like. Like nobody's protesting that night. Yeah. And like, bro, I'm not watching this like, no, Yeah, like that would be absolutely ridiculous. I mean, when you look at the card, the card's absolutely incredible. And it's just, it could have been sold that, hey, guys, it's going to be a great card regardless of what the main event's going to be. But, you know, top to bottom, 300, we're going to bring it. But they just set it up, you know, I think with all – and it didn't help that Connor and all these fighters off to the side were sort of just like saying, 300, 300, put me on there, put me on there. And the UFC not saying like, okay, that's not going to happen, this, 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 you know, and not having a clear idea of who it was because I think, you know, to give them credit, they were trying. They were trying to get the John Jones. They were trying to yep. – maybe they were trying to get the Connor. Maybe they were trying to do all these things and they just couldn't – I didn't even think Connor was things, one of the ones that we were going to – You know? I thought for sure it would be Con- – I, I thought for sure Connor. I mean, they tried. At the end of the day, I, I give them credit for trying. It's just, you know, I understand people's frustration because they felt like if, if you're willing to, uh, you know, 
put a card together days before, how can it be this thing that you've been telling us for six months is going to be the end-all, be-all when you didn't even know what it was going to be yourself? And I right. think that's what more people are, are more like, oh, I'm just not sure. I'm just – it was shady how it went, but whatever. They'll get over it. Like, Because yeah, yeah. when the night comes and just like looking at this card, it's a sick card. It's a great card. I mean like – if somebody's willing, like, you know, a lot of people are saying, is 298 better than 299? Is that better than 300? Like, there's been these really good run of cards, but when you look at this card, sick. this card's fantastic. It's it really, really is. Mescal, we, Jessica Andrade is the opening act against Marina Rodriguez. That's ridiculous. That's crazy. That fight is easily a main card fight. Yeah, and then they say Davison Cody is going to be the first fight of the night. Like, that's insane. It's ridiculous. I mean, let it's. Me, let me ask you a weird question. Would public sentiment have been any different if Pejeda and Jamal Hill was a surprise co-main event edition and all along, from the initial announcement, it was Gaethje and Holloway as the main event? Would people buy into that, you think? Or is that like, come on, dude, you're, that's a made-up title? Or do you think? I mean, because those are two of the biggest stars, two of the most loved yeah. figures. You think people would have had a, a bigger, like a better reaction if they're like, yep, Gaethje and Holloway, UFC 300 – BMF titles on the line, uh, and then could be. I think so too. It's just the only, the only <laughs> weird so thing. Too. It's just the weird thing is that you know because we've I think we've talked about this before about when it comes to the pecking order of what like a real belt as opposed to the BMF title which now has kind of become this repetitive sort of belt right. that they said was only going to get defended one once. Um, it's just kind of weird putting a BMF title upon above actual like belts, but in terms of who are people going to be more excited about? No disregard, you know, no disrespect to Alex or Jamal, Justin and Max is much more like the people's so fight. Too. I think if they had just know? said I mean, that's the main event, and I get and people it, people would have been stoked. They were I looking think for people the other stuff like, because they didn't even think that the BMF belt was like a re like was a possibility to be defended on right. this thing. I mean, I think as we see it more and more, and if it keeps just getting thrown on stuff, then maybe the 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 wow factor is going to kind of wear off, but. If people were expecting that, hey, there's probably going to be a couple title fights on this, and then lo and behold, out of nowhere, the BMF belt is coming back and we're getting Gagey versus Holloway for it, I think people would be like, hell yeah, dude. Like, that's awesome. And that probably would I have been too. a better win. I don't think people would have been pissed off about it. I think it was just the wishy-washiness of it um, that, that just kind of threw people if, off. But, if, but if, it that's, happens, if, if that's you know? a criticism, I guess that's a fair criticism of saying, if you're saying, hey, man, for two months now, you've been telling me you had this badass fight up your sleeve. Now, we know that they did. They tried. They had they multiple tried. badass fights up yeah. their sleeve that they tried. It's not like they weren't trying to do anything. Yeah, and like, so it's, it's not like they're lying. Yeah. It's not like yeah. they're being shady. But if you were to say to me, hey, for two months, you've been telling me you had a fight, and then Jamal Hill said you just called him yesterday about yeah. it. Now, even then, they could say, well, hold on. We didn't talk to Jamal yeah, about it. We knew it was in the works. We knew it was in the works. Like <laughs> we, we just didn't. We wanted to make sure his his knee was okay before we offered yeah. it to Ermer's uh, Achilles was okay. That would have been a better explanation. That would have been a better. Uh, that would have been more easy to accept, right? As opposed to what felt like, oh shit, who can we possibly rope into getting this? You know, um, but I mean, and that's just. You it know, is a pretty it, badass fight to come up with on a day's notice. I mean, but <laughs> boy, when you when you think about it, it is. But you know, like they were. You know, and this is gonna sound like a like I'm making a, a disparaging market, but they were scraping the barrel for what was the possibility to be a main event. People are just booked. I mean, yeah. that's the problem of booked being so hurt booked. Yeah. You know, I mean, they have to they have to book these venues and they do this stuff months in advance, um, and so they have to like they have they only have so many high value chess pieces that they can really throw into these roles. 
and this is like one of the last possibilities that they could get. I mean, unless they were able to make these other pieces fit that obviously didn't work. I mean, you see Jones. Have you seen Jones in any of the videos over him over in Thailand right now? Like, he's over at, I forget the name of the gym. He's fucking huge. Huge, bro. He's like a swole. Yeah, like, like, big boy. Like, he, you know, he's not... He's not ready to fight. Right. You know, like he needs some time to cut and get back into like not to saying that he's not training or whatever, but right. it seems like he's continues to pack on muscle and yeah. continues to get I mean, like boy's been in the gym, but I think he's been in the weight gym as yep. opposed to, you know, like the MMA gym getting fight ready, but who knows? Um But I l I like the main event. Uh I'm not sad about, you know, how the, the you know, the cards played out. It's just I get people's frustration, so I'm I'm sympathetic to them. I'm also at the on the same side. I'm empathetic to what the UFC was trying to put together and what they were trying to do. Um, it's tough. It's tough moving all these pieces around and giving all this stuff because they've established a a baseline that is at a very high level, and people will give them shit if it's anything remotely not the greatest thing since sliced bread. Every event, they everybody's been putting this thing on that every event needs to be better and bigger and better than uh, the previous stuff. And at some point it's just not possible, you know, I mean, due to injuries and doing what due to what's available. Yeah. It's just not possible to keep raising the bar that close to an event. If you're going to criticize, you at least have to be honest. You would be disingenuous if you didn't acknowledge the fact that they had a lot of fights they tried to put together. You know what I mean? Like, they tried to put some big ones. In yeah, there, so. you got, you got. I mean, you got to give them credit for that. As much as people, you know, have the right to kind of be like, "Bro, you you pulled this out of your, you pulled it out of your, your butt at the last moment," <laughs> uh, you know. But you got to, you got to admit that they tried. It wasn't like they were sitting on the side like, "Ha ha ha, I'm gonna collect, I'm gonna collect all those monies, and I'm not, I'm just gonna, not gonna, I'm not gonna give them anything." I mean, a lot of people were fine if they would have just settled to where it was. You know, some people were saying, oh, the Bilal and Leon, you know, that'd be enough to make it happen or whatever. But people were like, no, that's that Leon thing. They're saving that for something else, you know. And then a lot of people are saying, well, maybe it's good as is. I heard people saying it was fine as is. You know, maybe throw another card down below, you know, another fight down below. And even if that was the case, I think people would have got over it then yeah. too. Because when you look at the card, it is a good card. But then if you go into the thing and you're like, okay. You know, then the BMF belt would have been way up there. Then it would have yeah. been, it would have been, it would have been, um, Zhang and Yan, and then probably the BMF, or maybe that in that at that instance, point you would put the BMF. They on would top. put the BMF up first. So you know, do you bring up Bilal Muhammad? And we could spend a, a lot of time on this, but I mean, Bilal is the nicest guy. He's the positive guy. I actually heard, um, I heard an interview. I heard a clip of an interview today that he did with uh, the Schmo and Helen Yi, where like he said that. Um, and I think it's a great attitude where he's like, you know, because his name wasn't even brought up for this, right? Yeah. To know that Leon Edwards accepted three different fighters and none of them were him. I don't see how that's possible. Bro, that is brutal. But he said. How on earth can that even be possible? That's, I, don't, I don't get it. He has to. And I, thankfully, the, it sounds like he's not dejected. But and he, and look. Secretly, he, he's dejected. He's got to be. He's, he's got to be. His, his quote was basically, and I'm paraphrasing, I don't have it pulled up for me, but basically was like, you know what? If you know, if all three of those guys you called them and they said no, I'm not going back to them to ask them again. You know, yeah. if Leon said yes, but they didn't say yes, then I'm not going back. You know, I mean, which we know Hamzat, it's a travel issue. We don't know that he said no. We don't even know that the other one said no. But Bilal had the nice attitude. Like Hamzat can't get in the country. I know he can't get here. So uh, okay. I, that's I don't what know. we tell. We t- well, yeah, that's yeah. a whole other side story. We tell people watch, watch what you're doing when you're going overseas and you're and you're enjoying all these the company of all these people with money. 
because some at some point it could rear up and bite you in the butt, and right. in this case, it did. Or just your association you know? with just somebody. your association with somebody, and, and and it might not be in your in your eyes, it might be the most harmless whatever little thing, but you know, unfortunately, sometimes there's ramifications. We saw when the, the even uh, who's the the Irish. Was it the gangster? Oh, the Kinahans? Kinahans. And, yeah. the, and, like, what that did to, like, Tyson Fury and some other cats. Like, the shit's real, you know? It's, it's you know, and I think that partially uh, managers got to do a better job of, like, watching their fighters. You want to, you want to you know, wine and dine and, and take your fighters and, and introduce them to people. You got to be aware of what this is doing for your client. This might be lining your pocket, but you got to understand that you're, you're possibly – uh, shooting your fighters' careers in the butt, like you know, the fact that he can't come into the United States right now, I'm sure it'll all get cleared up eventually. Eventually, he'll you know, fight in Saudi just, Arabia, he'll yeah. fight in Abu Dhabi. But I mean, he's losing the. I mean, Grant, he's had some weird health issues and other little stuff that we've seen come up on social media and different little shit. But um, he's losing valuable time, just like we've talked about. Father time doesn't wait, and if you're in the prime and you're not able to fight because there's no UFC event over there until they can get over to Saudi or until they can get over somewhere, like, bro, that sucks. Bro, I feel really bad and for people, him. And by the way, fans are jumping off the bandwagon with him, man. They're starting to say, like, the guy, you know, which I think is silly. The dude's skills are still there. Yeah. Like, whenever he can fight, the dude is still going to be a force to be Is he saying shit on, like, social media or the fact that just, he just yeah, hasn't just, been – I haven't paid attention. No, so just more know. like, yeah, just the fact that he hasn't been able to fight. You know, people uh, are like, ah, oh, you know, why am I even watch that guy? He's not even yep. – around. you know what I mean? It's just weird to see, like, how – I mean – Fans are fickle. We get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's been interesting to see, like, here here, here, this guy was unquestioned, uncrowned champion to, like, saying the guy's all the right not even things, that good. all the things. Yeah, yeah. That's just ridiculous. The guy's not even that good. Yeah, that part's ridiculous. Hey, let me ask you one more thing I want to get your, your take on because I'm kind of curious about this one, too. So, Sean O'Malley, uh, and I think this was on Ariel's show, came out and did an interview where he said that um, he's really more interested in fighting Ilya Taporia than he is fighting – Marav Davalashvili. Of course, he's got to get through <laughs> Cheeto Vera first. I was going to say, what about Cheeto, bro? Yeah, he's got to get through Cheeto Vera first, which is no gimme there by any stretch yeah, of the imagination. That's going to be can, a hell of a fight. <laughs> Cheeto can ruin some plans. If he's looking past Cheeto, bro, just give the belt up right now because you're going to lose the belt. If you're looking over Cheeto, Cheeto and thinking about the next guy, yeah. he's going to lose. Because he will make you pay for it. Yes. And I saw so I saw, I saw that interview, and I've, I've had the same idea. I mean, you know, you and I have talked about this plenty over the years where I'm not so much into – the champ champ stuff. Like I, I like seeing guys clean out a division. Yeah. Like that's what is more impressive to me. And I saw Damon Martin come out and tweet. Uh, he's like, I know this would never happen. I think he clarified it by that. But he's like, I wish the UFC would institute something where like you can't go for champ champ status until you've defended the belt five times or something like that. Five's a long. Five's a lot. Five's a lot. But I do kind of like that idea, right? Like, like maybe there has to be some qualification that yeah. like, because look. Because here's it. It so, used to be you had to be Conor McGregor to do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Conor changed that. Everybody's like, oh, I want to do that. Because here's the thing. If you're Sean O'Malley, right? Because I could see a lot of people. Now, and here's the thing. It, it would be very easy from the outside looking in to be like, of course Sean doesn't want to face Marab. He's ducking him. He's ducked him yeah. for years. And you could make that argument. I'm not saying that. Sean is a smart guy. And he knows. What have we talked about? The window is short in this. Yep. Being on top is short, right? And so what's going to make more money? from if you're, if you're Sean O'Malley, knowing the number of chances you can step into the cage are minimal and you're trying to do as much as you can in as little a, a time as possible, what is going to even – even if we're not talking about legacy, even if we're not talking about resume, let's just talk about pure dollars and cents. Given what's going on right now, it's what's going to make you more money, Sean O'Malley versus Marab Devashvili or Sean O'Malley – Versus Ilya Taporia and 
I don't think I have to explain which one it is. It's the fight with Ilya Taporia, of course. That would just – I mean, the pay-per-view sales on that. Pay-per-view. The international intrigue. Yeah. It's going to be a far bigger and, – and Especially hey, depending on where it takes place. Oh, especially depending on where it takes place. And I'm a – dude, I'm a Marab Davalos really fan. Yep. I was the guy that when Marab was 0-2 in the UFC, I was saying – this dude is still going to be a future champion. I mean, you could see it, right? So I'm a Marab fan, but because of the lost time, hanging out behind Aljamain, because you know, yeah. I just don't think the stars are assigned. And so if you're Sean, I can't blame him for for, for calling out – or not calling out Ilya Tapuri, but saying that's the fight he'd be most interested in because I think it would make him the most money. But I, but I think that would be in – in, in, the, in the sense of uh, meritocracy – that would be bullshit. It would, in the same way that's yeah. bullshit for Bilal Muhammad not to be yeah. fighting for a title, it would be bullshit for Marab Devalishvili not to fight for a title. Yeah, and 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 you know, credit to Sean. Neither one of those fights is easy. No. Uh, I mean, after seeing what Ilya did, I mean, who wants to call that dude out? You know, unless the fact of you just want to get a huge payday. And looking at what Marab did, who wants to fight Marab? I mean, like what the what Marab was able to do to Henry. Granted, Henry hasn't been in the cage in a minute. But it's still Henry Cejudo, still Henry Cejudo. <laughs> Pete's sake. who looked in great shape. Yes, who was phenomenal. That first round, I was like, okay, okay, yep. we got a fight on our hands. And yep. then it was just Marab did what Marab does, and that's the sort of thing that Marab would do against anybody. And and and, and the, both of them are tough matchups. I think maybe Sean sees the Ilya fight. It's going to be a stand-up fight. He has a better chance to kind of do his thing. I mean, Sean's no slouch on the ground, but it just. A jiu-jitsu match and what Marab does is two different things, you yeah. know. Um, and it's just I, – I can see where he feels like he has a better chance to maybe show his style and catch Ilya than he does for Marab. But, so maybe it's twofold. Maybe it's the, you know, Styles makes fights, but also it's that big payday. But I think he has a better chance of winning the Ilya fight than he does the Marab fight. And I don't think he has a great chance of beating Ilya. So – um, it's just tough. Ilya right now, I mean, like, shoot, boy. He was looking good. He was looking really, really good. And maybe it's just recency bias. You know, maybe I'll see Sean fight again, and I'm going to be like, oh, okay, I was silly. Sean's the man. I mean, Sean is the man. But, um, I yeah, I mean, it's just it's getting too much where you see these guys just change stuff, whether it's two fights, three fights, four fights, whether it's a year or two in your division before you can even have the possibility of going – to another division, it has to be something. You can't just get the belt, sit on it, not defend it, and then decide, okay, it's time, it's time to you know to to, to test the wings yep. and make some money and jump divisions. Like that's not that's not the place for it. And and going back to Bilal, I mean, it's just that's just it's just criminal at this point that the guy is not getting this shot. You know, um, it, it, yeah, I mean, it, it really it's ridiculous. It's it's ridiculous that the fact that if he wasn't even offered. Um, potential to fight is just silly and at some point um i feel bad for him i mean and whether people are speculating it's because of you know his support of you know these people and that and blah 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 all this other shit like if that's the case it's just like okay then you know what are we doing yeah we have dana (laughs) saying like keep politics out of the sport but then okay is that what's causing this guy not getting his shot see like or not see here the 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 one to me that was the big kick in the ass the other night was like i because even i had said all along i'm like look dude i don't think you can headline 300 with Bilal versus leon i just don't think you can i think people would riot um so I kind of understood, like, if Leon was looking at something else and they went around Bilal for one fight. Because, because of the level of the fight or the fighters involved? The fighters involved. Just because it was 300. I just think, yeah. the, I just think the names, like, that you want bigger names or whatever. Because but then when you put them up to what they put right now, if, yeah. you had the, yeah. if you had to pick the pairing, 
Would you rather see Leon and Bilal fight or Alex and Jamal fight? Which fight, honestly, oh. do you rather? Would you rather see? Probably Leon and Bilal. Hundred percent. Yeah. For me, that's uh, for Just me. It's an easy pick. You have the history with them. Yes. You have the champion versus real the heat. guy that has won everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so. Whereas, don't, don't get me wrong. Uh, Alex and, and, and Jamal is gonna be a great. It's fight. gonna be a great fight. It's gonna be a great fight. It's gonna but, be a great fight. But I mean, like, just and, and I'm only just teasing you because no. you're saying like this wasn't the fight people have thought. But it's like, okay, now we've moved on. We we know what's being offered. But now, if you tell me if I had the entree over here or the entree that was presented, yeah, which one do you get? I would rather the other entree. Well, the one that <laughs> the one that kicked my ass the other night was when somebody asked Dana like um, about this whole situation. Yeah. He's like, okay, well now that Leon's not headlining 300, what do you do with him? And Dana was like, I don't know. We'll figure that out. Now, granted, Dana's got a lot of things going on, yeah. and you know maybe the matchmakers have already determined that it is Leon Bilal because it's at 301 or 302 or whatever the case may be. And so I, sometimes I do think people – and you and I have preached this over the years, I think, is that sometimes I think people forget that Dana forgets stuff or Dana has so much stuff going on that he's not even sure. Like, like yeah. there was a time when he micromanaged every little thing in the company. It's not that time anymore. Yeah. The company is way too big. There's too much going on. He doesn't micromanage every single decision. You like can't he remember when to. he says that he's never going to put a guy in the Hall of Fame. You like, you can't, you can't, you can't possibly. That was pretty ask funny. Him, oh, actually, he's like, ridiculous. I've had beef with so many people. I don't even remember. He's like, so. I don't even remember anymore. <laughs> well, you know, it's not going to be 301. 301's in Ohio, you know, oh, true, and then true. so 302 is Prudential Center, Newark, New Jersey. Nothing says 302 like Bilal and and Leon. Nothing says Newark, New Jersey. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like. But I mean, who knows? I mean, I, I it's I feel bad because now it's like Leon couldn't ever get a shot to get the title shot. He was sitting off to the side, waiting for it and waiting for it. And now you're telling me he's got the belt and he can't he can't get a fight either. He's still waiting on the side. Like, is the guy just is he cursed? I mean, we know I feel like we feel like Bilal's been cursed because the dude can't get a shot at the title thing. It's just roles have been reversed. Now he's the guy that can't get a shot. But now the guy that couldn't get a shot that finally got a shot. No, still can't get a shot. Like, pretty funny. Like, what is going on with with these guys? I mean, I feel so bad for him, but yeah, I mean, if that fight was on three hundred, I think more people would have been stoked for three hundred than what it currently is. But whatever, it's it's beyond. We know what three hundred is, and it is. It's going to be a great fight. It's going to be a great card. Alex and Jamal is going to be awesome. Alex has just been fucking crushing it, man. He looks like a man on a mission, man. It's hard to pick against him. Yep. Jamal, man. I mean. I like I like the guy. I mean, even people are giving him shit for his weird takes. He was weirdly defending, like attacking a bunch of people that were trying to like you know on on Twitter, and he just got really weird with some shit. But dude's an interesting cat. I love the story, man. When we see him and he and he's chatting on Fight Week, he's awesome. I mean, he, you know, so I give him all the benefit of the doubt. Like Twitter and social media is a crazy, toxic, fucking world, and I can easily see where somebody reads something wrong, their brain interprets it, yeah. and then you write something, and then it's out there, yeah. and then people shit on you. It's the only reason I subscribe to the fucking Twitter is because I want the ability to edit something. Even the other day, I put like <laughs> <So true. laughs> I, I, I I type something and I put like UFC two eighty eight or two something, and and one of our listeners, I, I, I the name's escaping right now, was shitting on me, but he deserved it. I was like. Oh shit! Get I tagged something two eighty three the other day. Did you? I don't know how that happened. And, and but it allows me. I had to figure out how to go and yep, edit because at first it. I was trying to use the app and it wouldn't let me. And I was like, "Why am I paying for this?" And then I figured out that if I did on the desktop, I was like, "Oh, okay." Oh, I, I made it within the window or whatever. Um, dude, yeah. So dude, whatever. I, the uh, you know what's funny? I don't know why. As you're talking about Jamal's beef on social media and his battling. I was uh, I was thinking about that that New York story where they 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 walked into the protests 
Remember Jamal was in the was in the oh, van, the van? Like, yeah, where yeah. he was like ready to jump out, and yeah. Robbie Lawler was like, "Keep your energy because if the door opens, we're gonna need all of it." Yeah. I was like, "Oh shit, shit's legit." <laughs> So great, Robbie Lawler's the man. Yeah. Uh, all right, listen. Uh, busy weekend this weekend. Uh, like I said, you can actually watch every single fight between the two cards if you want to, which is what exactly what I plan to do. PFL and Bellator will kick things off 12:30 p.m. Eastern, 9:30 a.m. Pacific here in our time zone. How do people see that? How, how do they watch? That, that would be on John? ESPN Plus in the U.S. as well. Is it, as so they're the not zone. trying to do like a pay-per-view. Uh, no, the main card is on pay-per-view. F them. So how I, much is that? Forty nine ninety nine, I believe, is the price. Oh, so, that's right. That's um, the one you said was fifty bucks. Yeah, I, look, uh, um, I, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I love this card. I love the concept, the champion versus champion. I love that they're coming out swinging like this. Um, they released the belts. I don't know if you saw the detail of it. I'm actually supposed to talk to uh, Peter Murray later tonight. I was I was hoping to talk to him last night, but uh, it didn't work out. So we're supposed to talk tonight. There's obviously a big time change. He's over in Saudi Arabia already. Um, but so. In the two champion versus champion bouts, so that is Hinafajeda versus Ryan Bader and Impa Kasanganai versus Johnny Eblen, um, not only are they fighting, of course, you know, for bragging rights and whatever else, they are, there is an actual new belt on the line as well, a unified champion's belt. And I don't know if you saw the detail. They, they gave me the video the other day, and I put it out on my social media if you want to see it. I know it's been posted other places as well, but just saying it's there. But I guess there's like a little – championship ring as well like a like you know you get like a world series ring or a nfl super bowl ring or whatever there's like a ring embedded into the belt so you can actually like take it out so you have like not only this new championship belt but then there's a ring part of it as well that you could like wear wear around to wear your championship ring so so if you lose a ring does your belt look screwed yeah, you probably have to be like, uh, can, uh, do you have any replacement parts? Do you have any replacement? The, uh, I took it out, and I got wasted, <laughs> and I can't remember where I left it. It was a, it was a long night in Vegas. Uh, can you describe the part that's missing? Yeah, it's the uh, the ring. The ring part of it. <laughs> the ring is gone. Yeah, let yeah. me bring the belt in. Let me, yeah, let me show you. Let me show you. It's the it's – the, which yeah, – yeah. So, anyway, I don't know. So, that's, so that's on there. Uh, I, I love this the, the thing that's going to – look, 50 bucks on a Saturday afternoon is going to be tough. It's just easy. I mean – Here's here's the thing that's always hard for me to to deal with on this because I mean like everybody sits out there and goes, man, this pay per view is gonna bomb. It's not gonna do anything. Like I can't imagine the ESPN and PFL think it's gonna do a bunch of pay per view buys either. You know what I mean? I yeah. guess they just want to recoup what they can, or maybe it's a market buy. I mean, they'll never really talk about. You know, they'll just say it's a pay per view. It's a super fight. But I mean, there's some great fight. Clay Collard versus AJ McKee. Come that's on, an awesome fight. that's an amazing fight. Tiago Santos versus Yoel Romero. You know something. Good one. You know something weird's happening there. Yeah, <laughs> something weird is definitely <laughs> that's, happening. That's a good way of putting it. I don't know it. what it's gonna be, but something weird is gonna happen. <laughs> uh, Bruno Capalotza versus Vadim Nimkov that's could be a, a lot one. of fun at heavyweight. Ray yeah. Cooper the third versus Jason Jackson. Depending on what Ray Cooper shows up, if Ray Cooper shows That's up to fight, point. if he shows up to fight, it's yeah. going to be fun. If Jason he doesn't, Jackson's badass, uh, man. Gabriel Woo. Braga versus Patricio Pitbull. That was the rescheduled fight. Yeah. I mean, not the one we were looking okay. for, but still yeah. a good fight. And then you get to the two championship fights we mentioned. Those are all on pay-per-view. The prelims, Henry Corrales versus Aaron Pico should be a lot of fun. Biagio Ali Walsh finally making his professional debut. Yeah. Clarissa Shields is back on there as well. And you've got a couple local talents as well. Saudi Arabian showcases in both professional and amateur. So I'm excited for this. I think it's a big event. It's the first combined event. 
Um, man, I, I don't know how, how much you've been working with the, the, the PFL Bellator team ahead of this directly, uh, but C.J. Tuttle made the transition over from Bellator to PFL. Pretty love, stoked about that. I, that's, I, a, that's a stellar addition. I love the PFL team. Yeah. They're, they're fantastic. Yeah. They do a great job, but I love seeing him with CJ's. We've been working with him for yeah. a long time CJ's as part of Bellator. Legit. Good dude. So yeah, that was, a good, that was a good pickup for sure. Great addition for them. So, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to this, and then it leads right into the UFC card as well. Of course, the UFC card in Mexico City. Um, I guess if you're making your bets or you're looking at those things, don't forget the altitude. It is a real thing. Uh, we've seen it over and over. The altitude of Mexico City does have uh, – it does wreak havoc on people, uh, whether they think it will or not. Brandon Moreno versus Brandon Royval, uh, rematch there, fantastic fight. I'm a Raw Dog fan, but I don't know yeah, how – Yeah, you, you are. I don't know. <laughs> That's how you got that kid. <laughs> yes. Uh, but – uh, it's hard, man, when you're going against Brandon Moreno as well. I mean, uh, yeah. I, I know Roy Vaughn's excited. He's like, dude, I've, I've leveled up and I'm ready to show it. Um, so I love that fight. It's hard to pick against Brandon Moreno in the spot, but know that, uh, ooh, baby, I like it. Roy. Yeah, I'll be sharing that <laughs> like that. Uh, Yair yeah, Rodriguez, Brian Ortega, we talked about it. It's a key fight in the division, very potentially a number one contender fight, depending on what happens with Alexander Volkanovsky. Um, and then you just start getting into some – I mean, they know what they were doing with this card. Daniel Zellhuber is yep. Francisco Prado. Raul Rosas Jr. is back versus Ricky Tercios. Come on, that's going to be fun. And uh, look, I mean, it's just some exciting matchups all the way down. A lot of Mexican representation, a lot of Latin American representation. Um, and I think it should be a, a fun card. And like I said, they good. don't overlap. So I don't, I mean, this it should be good, good. This is a good time of year, right? Because, I mean, yeah. uh, look, uh, the playoffs haven't started in basketball or hockey. Football is over Football's with. College done. football is over with. Yeah. So if ever there was a Saturday where you could be like, you know what, man? I don't normally like to sit back and watch like 13 hours of MMA, <laughs> but this Saturday I'm I'm just watching 13 oh. hours of MMA. If they listen to this podcast, they they watch some hours of, of uh, MMA, and I mean, and it's cool because we get one. I love the fact that we get to do it from home. These home games yes. where we actually get to watch from the couch is yes. pretty stellar. Um, this Mexico card's gonna be good. I mean, but let, let's be real. I mean, like the the Mexican athletes are gonna get their shine and they're gonna get their spotlight. If you had to pair it and like you're going, they're gonna gonna watch one of the two. It sucks that the PFL Bellator is a pay per view because it does make you have to breach in your wallet. But in terms of you know that card, if you if it was A versus B, that card just blows away that the UFC card. Yeah. I mean, the UFC card yeah, is. Yeah. Is good and it's good for its own little reason, but I mean, it, let's just call it as it if is. If they that, were both, if they were both free, free, and they were both on at the same time, oh, and you only had one TV, PFL Bellator. I'm watching all day PFL long. Bellator. That, that card is just I ridiculous, agree. and it's just tough because I mean, the UFC just asked people to reach into their pockets for for an event, and you know, there's an event right around the corner. You know, that's another good one in, at the beginning of March, so it's kind of tough, you know, for people that are, you know. Pain for the people that are streaming, they don't give a fuck. They're going to watch it. They're going to be enjoying it. Um, but yes, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun watching fights top to bottom, and it's going to be good shit all day long. Like, I do like watching fights at the very beginning of the day because it just sort of sets I the mood too. for the day. Just get up, I make coffee, and then boom, like fights are going. Then I sit on the couch. in the morning Pacific, it's bro. Pretty, it's pretty ridiculous. 9.30. It's pretty ridiculous. So there's like no time to dilly dally. It's literally like wake up, get a shower, grab your laptop. Find find your spot on the couch, plug in, and boom, here we go. Maybe hop in thing, the, sp the spin suite for a yeah. couple fights. <laughs> for right, a couple fights. Why not? You know what I'm saying? I like the way you're thinking. See? Uh. I like the way you're thinking. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good night, and and it's gonna be pretty stellar. You know, and it's interesting, you know, because a lot of these fighters uh, on the UFC card, um, it's kind of 
learning them all over again. Uh, some of these, the last time I saw them were either in the Contender Series or maybe like one of their very first fights where they're maybe on like the undercard where I don't even remember. You know, and that's mm-hmm. just no slight to them. It's just the fact there's just too many cards. Just I, can't, talk, I can't keep track. It's just what we talk. It's just, I just hard can't to keep, keep track. track. I'll see somebody, I'm like, man, that guy's a badass. Is this his debut? And I'm like, oh, well, this is his third fight. And yep. I've seen all of them, you know. It happens. You know, it just it just tends to happen. But, uh, no, it's going to be great, man. Uh, I'm looking forward to just, yeah, just kind of being able to do it from the couch. And, uh, you know, it's going to be fun. You know, maybe I'll even order some food in or something. Just make a day of it. There we go. I like the idea. Well, I'm going to do the same. I'm going to be watching. I've already told my wife, be ready, because I'm watching uh, MMA all day, the entire day. Not that she would expect anything different from me, but I just wanted to make sure it was clear. Don't make any other appointments. Don't make plans for me. You you and the kid can go do something, but dad's got to sit on the couch and do this usually during the day uh you know before a ufc event like we might have some plans or a little errands to run or whatever now sunday i, I block out as my family day i try to keep sunday yeah, as i do nothing but we do whatever the family wants to do we make plans have something to look forward to but oh, usually saturday nice. morning we do something but not this one i'm i'm, I'm taking it up mma is taking it off uh next week we will be back in uh vegas so it'll be a fight night event so you and i will certainly be together to cover that one it'll be a home game yes. you and i will be on the cover uh lots of home of games coming up lots of home games coming up. boy march is loaded in las yeah, vegas it right? wasn't supposed to be that's this, right this is the removed the moved uh saudi car saudi car so we get an early start right we get a, a super early start I next think week. so. I believe so. I want to say we get like 10 a.m. prelims and 1 p.m. main card or Ooh. something like that for next Saturday. So that'll be. Oh yeah, because they were trying to be done in time for something. Is there something going on in the evening? I don't know. Is there? I don't know. I figured. I felt like there was a reason as well, but maybe not. Oh, is maybe. it the? Uh, uh, well, I thought it was just because it was relocated from Saudi Arabia. Is it because they're trying to be done for the Nitro Cross stuff? Could be. I, know, I mean, that's be. not at the apex. I mean, because it's not like – I mean, when you look at the card, it's not like it's slam-packed full of guys that were going to be yeah. raging in Saudi. That's or true. Maybe. They actually kind of changed a lot of the card. You're yeah, right so I, I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe – I'm, you know, again, it's just, it's all a blur. But I'll have to go back and look because I felt like there was another reason why they want to get up, but maybe that was just I me. I did see Nitro Cross yeah. is going to be your Cowboy Cerrone is drive. By the way – Cowboy is busier in retirement than he was in his fighting career. Yeah. He was busy as a fighter. Well, they got him riding bulls, riding cars. I mean, he would have did that while he was active, but they were like, bro, you can't because you're <laughs> going to get hurt. We're not allowing you. Now they're like, not only can you, like, we'll pay you to do it. Dude, I still, like, you brought up Cowboy and me. I just, that time when you talked about the scuba diving the, bro, in, the, the, in the caves. That story is intense. It is. Like, I forget. You, have, you guys have to go back. I wasn't. Was that just in an interview? Or did he tell it in a media it, day? No, I think. He, well, I think he he did it originally. He talked about it on Rogan. Yeah. And then I think maybe we he recounted some of it in yeah. a media day. But yeah, that shit oh, was but intense. that was intense. Yeah, man. Like literally life or death moments. Like some of the decisions he had to make. But yeah, so I'm like, bro, they had to save you from yourself. That's why they were like, no, don't go do this, don't go do this, don't go do this because we want. You know, they, we have a vested interest in you, you know, and now he's living his best life. He's got his hair redone. I'm sure I think his teeth are redone. He's living the life, man. Uh, good for him, man. But I mean, like, it wasn't like he was going to ever slow down in retirement. Not no. not for the next maybe 25 years or something like that. That like, dude that, literally that, will ride it to the wheels fall <laughs> off. That is 100%. Absolutely. And I'm so happy for him. I mean, like he deserved it. I mean, like if there was ever a cat that was always like 100 percent like hard on his sleeve. You knew what you're getting with him. Um, he he did everything. He said what he he meant. Um, he acted out his words. I mean, like, and he was just a genuine guy. So like, you want somebody like that to have like to live their best life yep, and have it. 100%. And he did the work to set himself up for that. You know, so I'm glad he I'm glad he's doing. I haven't still haven't watched that movie he's in. I like it, the one that's on like Netflix sure, or somewhere. <laughs> 
Uh, one of these days, I was like, I was like, come on, I was like, it's today the day, and then every time I like get, I'm like, I think I can find something else. You're to like, watch there's yet. a Korean rom com on here. <laughs> that looks- like they just, they just know that I need some new stuff, and there's a new show oh. listing, and it's just not that that cowboy movie yet. But I love it, man. I, love I did it. watch. There is a new, uh, like a House of Ninja, House of Ninjas on Netflix. It's badass. Yeah, yeah. It's like a, a series or a movie. It's a it's a limited series. I think it was like eight episodes, so it, it doesn't take you long. But they're all really really good about this family of ninjas and stuff. But it's so good. House of Ninjas. All right, it's I'll so it good. If you like ninjas, you already you like, watched it all. Or you're in the oh middle yeah, of it? yeah, yeah. I almost got, I almost I almost did it one night, and then it was like I had two episodes, and I think it was I had to work in the morning, and it was like past midnight. I was like, dude, just go to bed. Like they'll Save still it for be tomorrow. there tomorrow. Save bro. it for dinner tomorrow or something. But it's really, really good. It's right. uh, And they re-released Warrior, which I, I want to say maybe was on another platform, but that's back over on Netflix as well. And that's another like um, Chinese uh, like gangster, you know, ties back. It's a period piece. You know, um, that one's pretty awesome. But yeah, House of Ninjas is pretty, there you pretty go. fucking sweet. Recommendations for cold coffee. Pump some iron and go watch some House yes. of Ninjas. Do the conjugate method. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I listen. Like, I love it. You got it right, though. You got it right. I got it. I got it. I thought you were making stuff up earlier until you showed it to me. When you said that out loud, I thought you were, I was thinking something totally like, different. I thought you were talking about kanji and like like a food stuff. Uh, I wasn't sure. I was like, you're just making words up. That don't even make no sense. Uh, Alright, listen. Uh, we will have a full post UFC PFL Bellator coverage over at uh, patreon.com slash the MMA Roadshow so if you want to support us over there for as little as $3 a month it'll help us out quite a bit and you get those and a half episodes as well so we certainly appreciate that but if not if you could at least take a second to rate us review us wherever you're listening that would certainly be fantastic I would definitely appreciate that as well uh, but more than anything we just hope you enjoy uh, the things that we do here we hope you have fun along with us we hope, we hope you love the sport and uh, we just say thanks for listening